All right, guys, we got a new episode this week. Um, the topic today, because I'm feeling inspired by a meeting I went to today, is Bitcoin. And uh, I guess, you know, I've started posting a little bit more again in recent days, but um, you guys know that I got into Bitcoin um, a few years ago, and uh, I wish I'd gotten in earlier, as everybody does. Uh, but um, basically, uh, Bitcoin's been in the news a lot recently, not just because the price went up a lot this year, as it did for all the different uh, various cryptocurrencies, but because Bitcoin's undergoing something special that's called a split, or it probably will. It's probably going to undergo uh, a fork of some kind, a hard fork. The terms vary. What does it mean? Well, basically, um, to describe it as layman as I can, Bitcoin is just code that you run on your computer. And if they want to make Bitcoin better or faster so that it can transact more easily, more quickly for people, they've got to change that code. Uh, right now, transactions can take an hour, an hour and a half. Um, that's been my experience. Some people say that it can take longer. Um, I've seen it take less than an hour. Even recently, there was some like something backing up bitcoin recently that made transactions take even longer than that i i can't be i can't recall or i don't remember the term for that um that was causing delays but uh so they want to update it and there's a couple approaches on how to how to update bitcoin this is called the scaling problem whether bitcoin can get faster in the future quickly enough so that it can handle more people using it because computers have to process all these transactions and um so there, there's unfortunately, Bitcoin is decentralized. Nobody owns Bitcoin. It's like the internet. It's just a protocol. It's just um, an open. It's almost like open source software. So what happens is people can do anything they want with it. There's two major camps though that have proposed two different solutions on how to make Bitcoin faster. And I'm not going to get into the technical details, but basically one camp are the miners, particularly the miners out of China. And if you remember, uh, miners are people who are doing math coins, uh, sorry, math problems, that when those math problems are completed, new Bitcoins are created. And it'll, it'll stop at about, uh, I think, 21 million Bitcoins in the year 2030. But um, that's how new Bitcoins created, is these guys called miners have to do math problems to generate new coins. And when they do that, they get a chance to win some Bitcoins. Um, they have their own solution. And then on the other side are these people who um, are called the Bitcoin Foundation. And they have made changes to the code before, like a lot of them. They're basically just guys. They're just programmers who um, uh, some of them, I think that they are, um, they knew the guy that invented Bitcoin or they claim to. Uh, probably do. They were probably involved in the founding or the writing of the code, or if they weren't, they were within the same community. And some of them posted blog, po blog posts on th ideas like Bitcoin um, right around the same time that it came out. So anyway, and, and they're, they're well respected. I've learned some stuff recently about them that makes me question a little. But anyway, there's two different solutions. Now these the miner people and what these Bitcoin programmers, the foundation, have in mind. Now, the miners, uh, particularly the ones in China, and the reason it's being done in China, by the way, is that so doing these math problems on your computer takes power. Well, if you're in China and you have political connections, you can get connected to nuclear power, which China has more abundant 
cheaper nuclear power than we do apparently. Um, so anyway, uh, they've set up these mining computers. They want the change to happen quickly and they want it to have something called two megabyte blocks. But basically, that's going to give an edge to these large mining pools or consortiums of miners. So these guys in China have their own idea to make things faster called the two megabyte block. But these programmers, they have a different idea and it's called um, Segwint. Um, I don't really want to get into what it means. Just went over it today. But um, they are taking a little bit longer, I think, to do it. And uh, there's some various differing agreements around what should be done. So why am I talking about this? Why does this even matter? So it, it, what it, the reason it matters is if there's a split, uh, that can do a number of things. And because the reason there's going to be a split, there might be two Bitcoins, is because these miner guys have one idea about how Bitcoin should work, and these programmers have another idea. Uh, and if that happens, you know, there's various scenarios in which it could increase or decrease the price of Bitcoin, or make it so that Bitcoin doesn't work properly for uh, the week or a period of time after the split comes out. And so, you know, there's new information out today, but basically here's what the understanding is as far as today, um, a split is going to happen or a fork they call it. The miners are going to do these code changes that they want. Uh, and they really don't care if the programmers don't agree, these Bitcoin foundation guys, and they don't care, agree. They don't care if the, the little guy miners agree, like the mom and pop, in other words, college students with a computer in their dorm or anything below I mean, these guys are billionaires and they process most of the transactions. I mean, they have, well, that's not correct. They, they have most of the hashing power. Don't worry about it. But basically, um, they're supplying, like, I think it what they did a, they did a, um, not a survey, a petition, something like that. Something like 80% of all miners have, have agreed that they want to do their, their version of the change. And, um, so that means that it's going to happen. And it came out today that we thought it was going to happen August 1st. Now it's not. The, the foundation, that foundation programmers, they're going to get the change they want um, starting soon. Like it could be sooner than August 1st. But what these, mining, these miners have said is, okay, we'll give you the segwit, or segwit, sorry, but we're going to do our two megabyte blocks regardless in November. So it seems like Bitcoin is going to split in November. What that means is if it splits, there's going to be, or potentially there's going to be two Bitcoins. There will be two Bitcoins. And the new one, they're going to, these miners, they're going to call that new coin they accept Bitcoin Unlimited. Now, the good news is if you own Bitcoins right now, you'll get both. So if you have your coins stored in your own wallet somewhere, you will have, let's say you had seven Bitcoins. After the split, you're going to have seven Bitcoin Classic, let's say, and you're going to have seven Bitcoin Unlimited. Now, a lot of people are saying these mining guys are so powerful that most people are just going to switch to that. And that's probably true. So Bitcoin Unlimited is going to become... They're calling it BTU. The old Bitcoin used to be BTC. This is going to be called BTU. So there's going to be a new version of Bitcoin. It's going to be faster. More transactions will be able to happen more quickly. And it will delay this problem of the network getting too overloaded for very long. 
Um, and you know, I don't know. The price of Bitcoin is recovering now that these plans are announced. It's been going back up today to like 2800 I think it hit today. But, you know, that doesn't mean it won't crash in the future. And a friend asked me the other day, you know, what do you think about the fact that Bitcoin and all the coins crashed a lot um, over the past week? And I said, at one point, it crashed 80% in one day in 2013. I believe that's the statistic. So, and and obviously today it's more valuable than it ever has before. So, you know, one day of crashing, and the reason, part of why it was crashing, guys, was people were worried over this split. Because if you're trying to spend coins right after this split, your transactions might not go through. You could even lose coins temporarily while this split is being worked out. So don't try to spend Bitcoin. Don't try to transact in Bitcoin during a split. And I'll try to let you guys know when that happens. Um, There's exchanges, the places you buy Bitcoin online, they're saying they might shut down during the time that this split is going on. So, um, and so people won't be trading these, or at least a lot of people won't. Now, let's say it gets even weirder than that, and people don't pick one of the two Bitcoins, and both of them are still being used. Well, that's probably fine. Uh, This already happened with a type of currency called Ethereum, and they had a split, and both coins are still being used today. There's Ethereum, and then there's Ethereum Classic, and you can buy and sell and trade in both of them, and they're both worth a lot of money, and they both went up a ton this year. So that's the good news. And that's why when I say the way that you get both coins is, uh, you need to, you can't store them on an online bank like Coinbase. You have to send them to a, uh, your own private wallet. And, um, that can take a few different forms, but basically they can't be stored on one of those banks, whatever index or banks that you're using, or sorry, exchange or bank that you're using, you have to go to someplace on there that you can send coins. So like buy and sell, and you have to send those coins to a wallet that you have made or created yourself. And, um, I guess you want to do this. I think it's bitcoin.org. You only want to use approved wallets on that website. Uh, that site is hosted by the Bit or it's sponsored by the Bitcoin Foundation. Um, you can also ask around. There's a group that I'm in. I'm in several Bitcoin groups, but I have a group called on Facebook, um, Gainesville Bitcoin, and then Bitcoin 2.0 is a group that I run. And you can ask us in there. But it's not that difficult to send coins to your own private wallet. And then you just have to remember the password, which is known as the private key, and then the address of that wallet, which is known as the public key. So basically, to keep a Bitcoin wallet, you just need to have two numbers, and you need to have them uh, written down. Um, There's other ways to store it, like these things called electronic wallets. You can store it on a USB key, um, and then you can store that key in someplace safe. But um, you'll get both coins. So you can profit from this scenario. The split, um, another thing that happened is is after Ethereum split, so let's say Ethereum at that time was $30. um, Afterwards, the combined value of the two currencies was still $30. Maybe one was worth 10 and one was worth 20. Um, But the point is... um, People, the, the value didn't shoot up after the split, nor did it, you know, I think it did take a temporary nosedive, but obviously they both went up like 30x this year, and maybe it's now down to like 17. Anyway, so I guess I'm saying don't fear the split. If you think Bitcoin has utility, it'll still be valuable.